It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk about a pressure penalty from a man who hasn't always had the cleanest record. But he converts this one with cheek, with style, with coolness. Arsenal snatch it at the death. We're the famous Arsenal and we're going to Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. Good evening, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. Thank you for returning. Um, Much to talk about this evening. Of course, joining me, as ever, every week, my right-hand man, Mr. Lee Judges. How are you, sir? I'm all right, thanks, Craig. I just think we just lost a few uh, um, viewers after that, like sing along there. But other than that, all right, Craig. Thank you, you very think much. So? Oh, okay. Well, I won't do I it. I thought you've got a good voice, is that, man? So I oh, think your voice is pretty good. Well, I did think about going on the X Factor. Oh, because they always <laughs> yeah, have very clever. They always have like <laughs> one shit one, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that would I, be you. Wouldn't yeah, it? I could be that one shit one, just for yeah. the you know. And, Lots of people vote for him for a few weeks, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. And then when when they get found out then that they actually are crap, people say, okay, we can't be doing this anymore. But I wish what they would do is is just make them people win. I'd love that. Oh, yeah. It would be great. It would be very funny. Lee. Funny you should talk about the X Factor, as that was. Oh, yeah. You've done really well there, Craig, I've got to say. Well, I've got to say, Mr. Mems has to take all the credit for that one. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just before we go on and introduce tonight's guest next week. Um, joining us will be Andy Abrahams. Now, if, you, if some of you don't know who Andy Abrahams is, but I think it's back in 2005, long time, well, not too long ago, but long enough. Uh, Andy... oh, I thought it was Colonel Abrahams, no? <laughs> no? Oh, no, certainly yeah. not. Um, he was on the X Factor. He got to the final, I think, the fight or the semi finals of the X Factor back in. Uh, 2005 I think but he's an Arsenal fan um, something I didn't know Um, and uh, he'll be joining us next week but Lee please introduce this week's guest 
All right, we've got a very good guest today. Um, she's been on before, so it's uh, the lovely Amanda. Hello, Amanda. Hello, Lee. Hello, Craig. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, I think. Um, I like the singing. Oh, thanks. There, there you are, Lee. I'm not sure you should give up your. I'm not sure you should give up your day job, but it's not bad. Oh, oh, okay. When you said you liked it, I thought <laughs> you meant you liked it. <laughs> I sort of liked it. I've just been polite. Well, you no, know, you were just taking, I'm a guest. just taking the piss, weren't you? Um, Me? Yeah. She was. She yeah, was. It's out of order, Me? isn't it? It's out of order. Totally out of order. I thought that. We anyway. invite her on and she takes the mickey out of you, Craig. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Don't worry, Lee, I won't leave you out. <laughs> <laughs> this week I want to start off. I have had enough of Arsenal fans giving me excuses or using the excuses all week, all I have seen, and it's fucking pissed me off. Oh, the referees cost us points. Um... Arsene Wenger comes out and, uh, and blames the fans um, for making uh, a hostile atmosphere at the Emirates. Then I've seen a tweet today. I've seen uh, a tweet today. Oh, it's only the FA Cup final. Uh, it's only the FA Cup. I've seen another tweet today saying that a, um, a fan would rather come runners-up in the FA Cup than win the Europa League and the League Cup. Lee, have you ever heard so much utter tosh in your whole entire life I have to say I haven't it's unbelievable isn't it what sort of excuses are keep coming out at the moment like you know the facts of the matter are we've had a bad season we failed in the league because um, we didn't challenge for it and we failed to get into the Champions League because we simple facts are we wasn't good enough this season but I, I I, I, like, I don't like the way that people start disrespecting the cup, you know, if I'll be honest. Uh, last season, or when we won it against Aston Villa and the whole was just it was nothing. Man United won it last year. It's a fantastic achievement. I also see what I've been seeing is that uh, the charity shield, which has been a dist over the years, all of a sudden now has become a trophy. Yes. You know, uh, it's ridiculous. It's not really a, a major trophy it's a nice thing to win it's prestige I'm not going to say that it's not and it's a good day out but l- listen there's bigger fish to fry than the um, the community shield now it's called by the way um, uh, so um, I, I can't believe it I'm going to be honest you know the um, Europa League as far as I'm concerned is a consolation prize for the Champions League. It's, it's just got no glamour to it whatsoever. I didn't even watch the game yesterday. Not it I doesn't really interest me. Yeah. Um, it's got nothing to do with, with the teams that are in it. It, it, it's, it's a non-event because everybody wants to be in the Champions League and if you can't get in the Champions League, what's the prize that you get for it is to get into the Champions League. You know, it's, So it's it's another way of just getting into the Champions League. It's not what... Um, when I was growing up, you used to have the UEFA Cup... Um, Cup Winners' Cup. And uh, Cup Winners' Cup. Before that time, which I don't remember, I don't know if you'd do Amanda the Fairs' Cup, but... Um, no. I don't remember that. <laughs> no, so, uh, no, I've heard of it. I've only heard of it. Like, no, apparently, we won that in with John Redford scoring, but it used to be over two legs. But, you know, it's it's just not got that same glamour to it now, Craig, you know, and, and the excuse is what I've heard this week, going back as well to the... Um, the demise of Arsenal season this season, 
you know, Arsene Wenger coming out and blaming the fans. Again, he just lets himself down by saying that, you know. It, it, the, the reason the fans copped the ump is because we was playing crap all year. That's the reason. You know, it got toxic to the end because we was we was poor. You know, we was fed up with turning up and watching Drevel like West Brom away, Crystal Palace away. It's got nothing to do with... Um, the bad atmosphere at the ground, you know, we've had a bad atmosphere at the ground for a couple of years, you know, uh, last season, it was a magnificent achievement when it was to get runners up, I didn't hear him moaning about that. So I'm just disappointed with what's going on at, all round about Arsenal. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, braced for a disappointing um, transfer window, I'll be honest, you know, I, I'm really hoping that we go in big because we've failed, in the, we've failed now getting into the Champions League. We've got to go big, but whether we will or not, who knows, you know, and I, I am hoping that Mr. Ruzanoff comes in and saves the day. I really am. But will he? Will he save the day? Do you know, if, let's, let's go to Amanda. Amanda, if, if we wake up in the morning and, and Usamov has brought the club, um, he, he's the owner of the club, and he says to us and Wenger, here's an open checkbook. My problem is then, I don't know if you'll share the same opinion, my problem is I wouldn't trust Arsene Wenger with my remote control to my TV. Can we trust Arsene Wenger with an open checkbook? I think he's had probably not not far off an open checkbook. He can't be at our club any longer. And no, I wouldn't trust him. And no, Stan Cronkay is never going to sell to Usmanoff. So we're stuck, I think, until something happens to his businesses in the States where he needs the money, we're stuck with him. Mm. So I'm hoping, you know, that the board see sense and um, ask Wenger. Well, not ask Wenger because he doesn't have to step down because they don't have to renew his contract. But it would be good if, you know, we beat Chelsea on Saturday and, he's, and he says goodbye. You know, yeah. it'd be fantastic for us. I want him to go on a high. Um, I don't want him to get any abuse. I don't want any of that. But I've wanted him to be gone for about two and a half, three years now. Um, I can't deal with another season. Um, I'm a little bit different to Lee. I'm actually quite... I'm not looking forward to Europa because of the Thursday-Sunday palaver. But I'm actually pleased to be out of it. Let them five get in it. They're not going to get... <laughs> Chelsea probably be the only ones that might get a bit further. But they'll all be half of them being the Europa with us. But um, I just feel we need a change, and this is a change. This is it's twenty odd years of being in the Champions League, same old, same old, isn't it? Really, it is. But I don't think I would have finger with any money at our club, to be honest. But then, on the flip side of that, you know, who bought Rob Holding? Yeah, and yeah, you, you know, he he hasn't done he hasn't done. Look, each manager, you know, buys good and bad. It's just life, you know. Um, I don't think uh, Wenger goes out there to buy flops. I just think he wants to do it his way. And as you know, you men, you get a bit stubborn when you get older. And he certainly is get, he's heading on for 70, isn't he? Um, or 60, whatever he is, I don't know. Um, he wants to do it his way. And his way isn't splashing 80 million quid on somebody. You know, I know he did Ozil and Sanchez and stuff. I don't really know if the rumours about Sanchez's um, pay rise is true. I don't know anything. I'm not in the know, so I never, you know, I wouldn't know. But I can't imagine Arsenal as Arsenal Football Club playing him 300 grand a week. Um, is he worth it? Yeah, I'd have him 
worth every single penny, if you ask me. But I just, if Arsenal pay that, then I'll hold my hands up to them because I can't ever imagine them doing something like that. But anyway, I divert as I normally do. Um, No, I don't want Usmanov and Wenger um, to be there. To be honest, he would, I don't think Usmanov would last with Wenger because he just wants to spend. Yeah. And that's not Wenger's mantra, is it? It's not. It's not. Lee, what about yourself? I mean, if Us- you know Usmanov was to buy the club, would you sit down then and actually say, Do you know what? Okay, look, I'm going to give Wenger another year. Um, if Usmanov is going to, you know, fill his, you know, line his line his pockets for cash. Um, there you go, Arsenal. Who do you want? Tell me who you want. I'll get him. Would you be prepared to let Wenger for another year? If if before the season kicks off, we've made four, five. Good signings. Be there, Lee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thought you were going to say a little bit more on that. Sorry, yeah. If I'll be honest, if if using our signs uh, becomes a, a manager, uh, owner of Arsenal, I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, yeah, Wenger can have a year because I, I can tell you what that mm. we've two or three, four, yeah. five years, yeah, things would be completely different. Completely different, and I say that. Look at look at you. Ever look at Chelsea? You ever look at Manchester City? They've spent a lot of money, but they've also gone through managers quite quickly as well. So, in my my opinion, if Uzunov comes in and he splashes a load of cash, uh, cash at Wenger, and Wenger doesn't do it, it's goodbye, Wenger. Yeah, he ain't yeah, gonna yeah. stay. He ain't gonna stay. And that's a fact because when you spend out two billion pounds, which is that's what it's going to take to get get rid of this American, if you get Give him the turn. He's not going to turn around and say, "Do you know what? I'm spent two two hundred billion, and I'm going to go with Sonogo up front." He's not going to have it. <laughs> he's not going to have it. He's going to turn around Sonogo. and say, "I'll say." He's going to say to Wenger, "I'm not spending all that money to have Sonogo or Danny Welbeck or Giroud up front. I'm going. I want the best, you know." And and what I look at it, and I, this is a big thing, Craig. You have a look at Chelsea, and you have a look at Manchester City with all their money. But you imagine. If Arsenal have got the same amount of money as them, but the prestige of Arsenal Football Club is, you know, it's a massive. You know, I've got, I've, I've been to Manchester City. You go to Chelsea, and sometimes they can't fill their grounds. You're talking Arsenal Football Club, one of the biggest clubs in the world. But if they're going to be the richest as well, come on, you know, it's going to be a fans, it's going to be a fantastic ride. Mm. And I really do believe this. If Wenger gives, you know, gets unlimited funds, you know, I mean, five hundred million. Jesus Christ, he can't he can't mess it up, can he? If he gets five hundred thousand, five hundred million pounds to spend, he know. cannot mess it up. I don't know. <laughs> now listen, go, listen, this going about thing. A few years ago, when Arsenal were the winning titles, that's because they had the best players, right? They've and he could, you know, get this team playing really, really well like he has. Unfortunately, now we haven't got the best players. So what you have to have is te- uh, tactical now. So he's not got that. But giving the best players. With what he's done in, in before, he can just let them play and we'll just see some wonderful times back at the Emirates, you know. I'd see a magnificent sweep also when it said, I'd see if, if Uzunov comes in, you know, um, sell off the Emirates and go back to Ivory. That'd be great as well, wouldn't it? Like, you know, and uh, he could do that because it, it wouldn't matter about how many fans you've got going into the ground because it's all about his, his revenue. Mm. But um, I, I really think it's got to happen, Craig. It's, you know... It, and my biggest thing is, and, and I, why I think that it might happen, is because why is Wenger coming out and saying, 
I'm, I'm going to leave or he's not going to leave or he's, I can't say nothing at the moment. Why can't he say nothing? I think, he even said in the press I think there's something going down. Big time. Yeah, I do. Big time. Yeah. Something is going down big time behind the doors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I truly believe it has got something to do with this Osimov, uh, Usimov takeover. Yeah, I agree. I think Stan Kroenke and his minions are prepared to let Wenger go. Are, to, are, are prepared not to offer him a new contract. On the other half, I think Usumov is saying to Arsene Wenger, just wait, just wait. If I can get this club, you've got a job for life. Because we, we know that Usumov is a big admirer of Arsene Wenger. Um, you know, what he said about Arsene Wenger in the past. Um, that Arsene, he still believes that Arsene Wenger is the right manager for Arsenal. Um I think I got you know completely wrong, but this is just my I could be completely wrong, but this is just my interpretation of what's going on. Usumov is saying to Wenger, hold out. If I can get hold of this club, you'll have a job for life. Let's not say nothing. Um I mean he's come out in the press I think that uh is it Ivan Gazidis is looking at a five point five million just about payoff. To say, there's something going on with yeah. Gazidis as well. He hasn't said a word, has he, man? He hasn't said a word, Gazidis. No, but no. there's been some rumblings yeah. from people I know that yeah. said he is not happy yeah. with Wenger and there's a split now. I'm In my head, I still think Wenger signed months and months ago. Uh, that's what I think because it's too late now. What are we going to do, get a new manager in June? I mean, it's just not going to happen. So, anyway. Well, maybe no, I'm wrong. no I, I, I agree with you, but, you know, Funny's a, football's a funny old game. Um, is there someone lined up already? We we don't know. You know the day we the day we hear that Wenger's resigned, or the we, the, the day we hear that Wenger's not manager uh, manager of Arsenal Football Club anymore, it wouldn't surprise me then the next day to wake up and and find his successor um, standing outside the Emirates. You know, um, the, you look at the way we do stuff. Look at the way we do our transfer business. Ninety percent of it is done behind closed doors. We don't know what's going on, um, but my gut feeling is something big is going down um, behind closed doors. I I have come to the stage now where Wenger has just got to move on. You know, I hate doing these podcasts and always talking about Arsene Wenger, but he's got he's got to move on. Um, it's, it's just it's, it's just finished. He's had too many chances. Um, to, to put it right, and he hasn't done it. So for me, he's got. I mean, he spent ninety million pounds, and we finished you know, three places below what we finished last year. And let's get it right: we only finished second last year because the other young clean from up the road fucked it up on the last day of the season. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, but okay, hold on a second, and I understand that theory. But over the whole season, the table doesn't lie. So whether they fucked it up or we went on a great run, it's either way, isn't it? It's either or. They fucked it up. We, I know what you're saying, and but they I always try to look on the positive side. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But you've got to look at they lost five one to an already relegated Newcastle with a full. How many team. points did they end up behind us? One, one. Okay, so well, the whole, so over the whole season we were like neck and neck. If you think about it. Yeah, well, I, I, I think sometimes the table can lie because they, they'd gone for the title and um, they lost it against Chelsea and then they had Southampton at home yeah. when, when they've actually lied. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Third in a two-horse race. That's it. Yeah. Brilliant. 
and only happened to Spurs, but you know, um, but listen, this this not hide behind the fact that they've been a better side for the last two years than us. And yeah. Arsene Wenger has not um, addressed it. Uh, I, I will say this about Arsene Wenger: you know, is it him, or was it the board that let us become underprepared what, with, with the money side of it all? Like, you know, these players were there. Were you know, Mustafi, for instance, was all, why? Why was all the haggling going on there? Who's who's doing that haggling? I would like to think if Uzunov come in and they said, oh, how much is Mustafi? Oh, he's 30 million. There's the 30 million. They'll Cheers. get the deal yeah. done. Yeah. We, we, we haggle and haggle and haggle, you know? And what I would like to do, for instance, if Papi comes in, is available for 100 million, Uzunov would come in and say, right, there's 100 million, get the deal done. Not the, what goes on with his bold at the minute and trying to skim Flint and everything like that. I just don't want that no more. I've had enough of it. Um, you know, we, we moved to this stadium to, to compete with the big boys. And at the moment, we're now in the Europa League. That is not what was what was put on the tin of the Emirates. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't what, was, what, what we were told either, you know? I was never told that we was going to skin Flint, try and go for these sort of boat or whatever, and be in the Europa League and go into Kazakhstan, and places that I've never heard of. That was not on the tin when they sold it to me. That was not on the tin when they said, for the first four or five years, you're going to go to the Emirates, pay top money, and you're not going to see us compete, and we're going to sell players. But look at the bigger picture, Lee. We, you're going to do that, and then you're going to go into the big world. Well, I've done that, and where I am now is in the Europa League. Yeah, totally not agree acceptable. Yeah. But, and for that... The board now, that Cronkay, I have failed. I can't do it. Thank you very much. I'll take it. I'll earn a billion pound out of it and I move on. That is exactly what you should do. When people turn around and say, won't sell, why don't you sell? Oh, he'll You're sell. You fat. He will sell. Lee. Of course he'll sell. But the price has got to be right. Yeah. In, He's a yeah, business. The price has got to be right. Two yeah. billion and it can go. He's never going to earn two billion pounds in, in, in the investment grade. Come on. No. You know what I mean? If he's a businessman, you know, um, he's not going to, you know, you, you can't, you can't. It's like if someone comes in and says, I'll buy you my shop for a million pounds. I love my shop, but at the end of the day, I'm never going to earn a million pounds. So there you go. I'll sell it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with him. It, he's a businessman. He don't care about Arsenal Football Club. You know what I mean? If someone come along to him and said, I'll tell you what, um, change the kit to orange and black. For for a hundred million, he'd do it because he does not care about the club. Okay, you know? so all right, I agree with you. And he, we know he doesn't care. Then why hasn't he sold to him? Because he wants the best. He wants. Yeah, he knows he's holding he out for money. best money, Amanda. He knows that Usumov is, I believe, the fifth richest man. In, away, the fifth richest man in Britain. Um, I think he's worth about fifteen. I think the figure I saw was fifteen point six billion. Um, made his money from the fallout of the Soviet Union um, and Kroenke knows he's got money to burn and one, what was it his first offer was 1.3 billion I think it was leaving Kroenke a profit of 280 million um, if he takes a so billion he obviously, so he obviously doesn't need the money then he doesn't need so the money he no doesn't need... but he's a so bit, maybe if he offers him 500 million how do you know he's going to sell I just he, American businessman, I, you know. Sorry now if there's any Americans yes. listening, but if he if the price <laughs> he just is right, the whole of yeah. America. If the price is right, he will sell. 
He's a business. No, the prices were up to anyone. Everyone wants to sell. But Craig, what I'm saying is, 280 million. You're telling me he's going to make. Mm-hmm. How much more does he need and want? Well, you can't it. spend exactly. that in your lifetime. So. I, I just think there's an ulterior motive here. He doesn't give a toss about the club. He's hardly ever here. Uh, he's silent, couldn't care less. He's ruined clubs in America. I don't understand him. You would have thought he would have sold. What you think that Usmanov's going to come in and what, 380 million for? I mean, how much is enough? Mm. You can't spend 280 million quid. Even I couldn't spend that. So I'm just saying, what's, what is his figure? 400, 500 million? For what? You know, unless he uh, unless he uh, um, owes big money in the states, big money, then that's all I can think. I don't know. Well, there is rumours of one of his businesses going tits up. Um, I read it there, four hundred million. Which should be good for us. I think. Yeah, four hundred million that. pounds. He stands to lose. Is that um, true? Well, or... who knows? Who knows? Um, you know, it's stuff you read on the internet. Um, his football team, Colorado Rapids. Bottom of the league, his ice hockey team. Bottom of the league, he's he has a, an NFL team. I think the NFL team are his best performing um, side. All the other teams, all the other sports investments that he owns, they're all bottom and all struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can't be coincidence, you know, that he's not at Arsenal. Doesn't care about obviously um, Colorado Rapids or his ice hockey team or. I don't know. I just hope he sells. Cause you know what? Aren't you aren't you too bored of all this though? With Kronke and Wenger, and I just want to go back to watching football. We've yes. got a cup final on Saturday, and everyone's obsessed with. I don't care about Wenger. I have to be honest. I just care about him picking a decent side on Saturday to beat them. But we can't it's trust long, him. It's a long <laughs> yeah. term. It's yeah. a long term, Amanda. You know, it's no good. All right, we, you know, win the FA Cup's great, and and I hope we do, and we have a great day out, but. The, the, the you know that's that's sort of what four or five games in a season. What the the, the actual season that we've had has been yeah. absolutely. T- and, and can you go through that again next year and another year and another year no, after? No, but that? you I've just said that you wanted. You said you wanted Venga to stay. If I'm not saying I've got Venga to say. I, what I'm saying is, I, I believe I don't want Cronkett. I've had ten years or seven years of this man, and it's it's absolutely getting. It's every year it's getting worse and worse. What I'm saying with Venga is that he has got no one press, pressuring him. Now, yeah. what I'm saying is if Ozanov comes in, right, and he's spent £200 billion, he is not going to accept Sonogo up front. He's not going to accept players <laughs> of Sonogo. crap Poor kid. in this side no more. He's, going to, he's, going to want to, he's not going to accept fifth place. Do you think if Ozanov comes in, he's going to accept a manager coming fifth? He's not going to accept that the team down the road are going to come above us. It's going to be. He's going, so you know, why do you want Wenger in then for another year? I don't think that he will, but I think that he'll give him the he'll give him the chance. Um, and what I'm saying with that chance is that he'll give him the chance. If he doesn't take it, then it's goodbye. You know, goodbye, Mister Wenger, and and that's what it will be. But if Wenger wants to be success successful, he's going to have to go along with it, and. You know, this is what I'm saying. He runs the whole club. He tells everybody what to do at the moment. You know, when this Uzunov comes in, it's a different regime. It's a different thing. I can see Wenger not lasting the Amanda. I can see him, you know, if he starts continuing making the same mistakes, Uzunov's going to say, I'm not spent, this is my investment, this is my... He wants success. You know, he's even turned around and said 
in, a, in an interview I watched the other day, if there's mistakes, there's been mistakes being made and we're not rectifying them. So, you know, he's going to go into a meeting and go, Oi, Wenger, why are we keep conceding six, six, six goals a week, three in a midweek, three in a Saturday afternoon? Why do okay. we keep doing But you're talking like Usmanov's there. It's already if, the if end of there. May. If he's there, you know he's what I mean? He's well, why, why all of a sudden is all this going? Why, why is this oozing off? It's fantastic timing by him. I've got to say that. Fantastic That's what timing. That's all planned. Why, um, why has he come out and said it now? Why? There's got to I be a think... to come out and say that without knowing something, you know what I mean, or doing something, you know. Maybe a little bit of wishful thinking from me because yeah. I'm deaf. But I believe... Why has he come out and said it now? Could be a Why bit of fan pressure he wants. You know, he knows that's going on. I don't know. And listen, it's for 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 um for um Cronkier as well. For him to sell now would be a good time to sell. At, he's going to get top dollar with us being in the um in Europa League at our, at our probably our weakest. So he's going to sell it. It's very very strong at our weakest. You know, and can. It, Listen, the other thing is which people don't forget is, you know, you're saying to a bloke now, right, you can sell this for £2 billion or you can stay here this season and spend £200 million of your own money because that's what's going to make the fans happy. You know, uh, what, do, do you really want to do that? You know, I'd rather have the money if he's a money man, you know. Uh, let's I, put it I this way, right? This, what, this, let's put it this way. This is what I've had enough of, right? We see in the papers Manchester United linked with... Uh, Antonio Griezmann, Griezmann, right? And who are we linked with? No disrespect. Um, a nineteen-year-old, uh, a nineteen-year-old lad Nigerian. playing in Belgium, who probably won't be able to get a work permit, so we'll probably have to loan him back uh, for a year, and then he'll join us, and then it will turn out that he's absolutely useless, um, and he'll end up playing for Cheltenham Town or something, you know. This is what gets on my nerves. Why, at this part of the season, do we have Chelsea, Manchester United, Manchester City already saying, right, yeah, we're going to go for this player, we're going to go for that player. And Arsenal have brought, you know, a going for this 6.8 million uh, kid. Why can't Arsenal, if we're so big, if we're so, you know, I've had arguments with Lee about this. Lee, you know, Lee likes to say that, you know, we're, we're, we have this heritage, we're a big club. Um, players come out in the press and they say that they respect Arsene Wenger um, he's one of the greatest managers in the world where are these players then? why aren't these players playing for Arsenal? why aren't we going out and, and, and upsetting the bid for uh, Grace, Griezmann? What, what, what is going on? like Lee said why, why can't we go and get this uh, young lad from Monaco? I am pig sick of bringing in players like Sonogo um, Go back through the go back through the years. Squarely, Silvestra, um you know, the, the list goes on. Uh, Co- Cochlin. Stefanos. Yeah, Cochlin even. Yeah, alright. He had a good year against Charlton. he had a good year when he came back um from Charlton. He took it by the scruff of the neck and I was really impressed with him. But after that, he's just look at him, he's just not Arsenal quality. We need quality footballers. Which are few and far between at the moment. Why? And they're good at cost. Yes, exactly. We've got to spend money. I'm sick and tired of people, or, or I've had enough of this thing of, oh, we can do it with youth. We can bring the youth through. 
we can sign young players and bring them on. Can anybody name me in the last three years a player that's come from our youth setup and has made an impact on this team? Can anyone name one? Well, the only one that you would say, but it's not a major impact, is a Wobi. That's okay. the only one. Right. So I, I agree with you. It's not major. Mm. Right. Who was who? Who was the only? Who who was the? In my opinion, the only. There's been two youth players really to make an impact that have come from the youth team. One of them is Chesney, and the other one is Wilshire. Right. And when it, and when we first moved to the Emirates, Arsene Wenger's philosophy was that we were going to bring players through from the youth and bring them into the first team. Look what Ajax have done, right? But do you know what Van der Sar said last night that really made me think? He said, to be successful in football, the most important place to have footballing people is in the boardroom. And I said, Yeah, back, but there isn't any. That's the problem. No, we haven't got any. Exactly. I'm look, going in the boardroom. Look at the clubs around us. have probably got football people <laughs> on their boards. And it's we tr- used to. It's we used true. to have football people. I know we did. And we were successful. It can't be coincidence. There was a fella on Facebook yesterday had a post up on one of the Arsenal groups. Can someone tell me why, D- why everyone treats Dave why why everyone treats David Dean like a god? And I went on. I don't know. God, I've never written such a long Facebook post in my life. This is an Arsenal fan asking why we have we hold David Dean up in such high regard. Because Craig, he did sell out and he did bring in Kronko, so. There's yeah, but, there's that issue, yeah. but apart from that, he is Arsenal through and through, and I knew him anyway quite yeah. a while back. And there's a split divide on him because when 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 Wenger worked with him, we were completely successful. Um, may have been coincidence at the time, but and when he left, it just seemed to go to pot, didn't it? Well, that can't be a coincidence, Which, can it? That's that, that's the coincidence mm, I was coming to. Yeah, it could be just. It's, the problem is he'd sold out. So, you know, hero status. And remember, Craig, our age are very different to the twenty-year-old Arsenal supporters. Okay, mm. they don't know any different. We knew George Graham and Terry Neal and Don Howe. We've been there. Yeah. So when Lee was talking about the Europa League, we were talking about the UEFA Cup. And I'm, I'm going to argue with, this, with you about this, Lee, because when I was growing up, we would have died to get in the UEFA Cup. We were like eighth and ninth for every bloody season. Um, I'm not... Uh, when you say it's not on the tin, yes, I know when they sold us going to the Emirates, we were going to compete. But Abramovich walked in the door during all this and changed the face of football, as did Sky and the Premier League. We can't compete with the money. We just can't, as in the wages side. Um, but we do have shed loads of bloody money that he doesn't spend. So I don't understand why either of you want him there next season. I just don't get it. I, I wouldn't have him under. I don't want him there. I'll okay, no. I wouldn't have him there under any new owner. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd have them both out, Cronkay and Wenger. It's all you know, like like it's all open opinion. I mean, I've seen obviously Arsenal fans on 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 Twitter that want him to go. Some of them want him to stay, trying to find excuses for him to stay. Um, I just don't know where. I just don't know how these people are thinking that want Wenger to stay. I just, you know, I ask them to give me a footballing reason, please. Just give me a footballing reason 
one why Arsene Wenger should stay. And none of them can give me one. And then I'll get a tweet back to say, oh, he was done by the refs this year. You know. <laughs> That's he, rubbish. He, you know, he, he got done by the refs. Um, we lost so many points here, there and everywhere because we should have had a free kick there or we should have had a penalty there. Um, you know, he got done. And I'm thinking, people actually add up points. They actually sit there and think, right, well, if that penalty had gone in, we'd have got three points here. If that, that, if that had gone in, we'd have got three points. If that didn't hit Every the bar... Every club can say that. Yeah, do you know, if that, if that hadn't hit the bar, we'd have got another three points. Oh, Christ, look, we'd have been champions if all of them had gone in. So is he... So, Craig, is he blaming the ref? Yeah. But is he blaming the ref on Saturday for Koscielny's going in like a lunatic? Is that, is that he, what he's doing? I had someone try to tell me that that wasn't a red card. <laughs> right. Oh, well, let's go to Mr. Judges, shall we? Right, how is that not a red card? He's listen. Feet off the ground. Feet off the ground. One second. Uh, one second, please. One second, please. Sorry. Feet off the ground. Studs up. Out of control. It's a red card. Simple as that. Lee, sorry. Go on, Lee. Right, right. I'm, I'm going to say that it is a red card. Right from that point of view, it's dead right. But what I'm saying is, a couple of weeks before that. I see Dyer going for a tackle. I think it was against West Ham. Might be wrong. Exactly the same sort of tackle. Yellow card. Now, what I'm saying is that when you look at that game, let's get it right. It's a yellow card. Does the referee do his job properly? We go. We, we agree with it. What about the two players at Everton should have had sent off? Yes. Right. Okay. Wait. 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 Let's back right. up here a second. Now, what I'm saying is, man. What I'm saying is, the referee has a duty to do the right. It's a definite sending off. He chooses not to do it. So why, what I'm saying is he could have chose not to send him off. He could have just given him a yellow card. But the fact of the matter is he chose to send him off, which is the right decision. The right decision was to send off two Everton players on Saturday, sun, Sunday. He chose not to. That is my argument. That's an argument that a lot of people will come with. Yeah. I've seen Shaka get sent off for two tackles this season that I've seen not one other person in the whole of the league get sent off for. I've seen Ross Barkley do a tackle, right, that was a 10 times worse in the Merseyside derby than that tackle there. I have as well. Okay, yeah, let I, me just interject and it's a here car. a second. Well, no, unfortunately, unfortunately, that is down to the FA. I don't seem FA. to make those mistakes against Arsenal, Craig. Yeah, hold on a second here. Craig, what, Lee and I met each other at half-time and I showed him the thing. I mean, it could be a yellow card. You didn't know about the other two Evertonians until after. You were still no. arguing with me then. Right, but wait a second. All those tackles, yeah, I agree with you. But that doesn't mean that Koscielny shouldn't have been sent off. Those tackles should have been definite reds. I know the Ross Barkley one, it made me wince. But what I'm saying is... Forget that. It doesn't matter. We're talking about Koscielny here. Yes, those two Evertonians in the uh, second half should have been sent off. He didn't. He obviously had his reasons, the ref. I don't know why. But what I'm saying is, Wenger can't blame the referee for Koscielny. No. I'm sorry. Koscielny no, I'm, not, I'm not blaming the referee. He's made the decision at the and, end of the day. I, 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 even when I've, I've watched it on Sky, Amanda, and, and, the, and the, ref, uh, the commentator turns around and says, oh, he's going to get a yellow card here. And he was shocked that he gave he give the red. I'm not saying, but but I've seen it a few times. I can see why it's a red card. I'm not going to argue that it's not a red card. But if you'd have given him a yellow card, I don't think people be going, oh, that's straight away. That's that's a deserved red. What I'm saying is the referee's made a decision. But I'm going to wait and I'm wait and, and I'll guarantee you at some stage next season there'll be a tackle like that from a Man United player 
or a Chelsea player or Spurs player, and it will be a yellow card. Okay, wait a second. Now, let me just say, right, so where I sit, Lee was in front of me, Craig, right, and I always gauge the crowd as soon as a tackle happens. If it goes silent, we just know. It went silent. We all just went, oh, my God. And I just went, shit, he's out for the cup final before he even got the red card out. I weren't worried about that game. Um, And I know what you're saying, but referees do not go on the pitch. Uh, and make, and intend to make mistakes or whether they're human. And about, maybe about, the Ross Barkley one... Did you see the game against Stoke? Hold on a second. Maybe what? the Ross Barkley one, he just didn't see the angle that we saw. I watched that programme with um, Jamie Carragher and uh, Gary Neville with the referees on Sky. Totally changed my view on everything, and it changed theirs. That referee saw Koscielny go in like that. Okay, fair enough. Maybe he didn't see the Evertonian go. I, all, I'm not saying they shouldn't have gone... Of course they should have gone. And the Ross Barkley one, I will reiterate again, was phenomenally bad. But maybe the ref didn't see the angle that we saw. That's all I'm saying. But for our manager to come out and say the ref, honestly, what about the goal that wasn't given to City at the semi-final that should have been a goal? Does he he class those sort of things then? There's swings and roundabouts. I'm sorry. Those things I agree with. I'll go back to two things, right? Stoke away last week. Did you see the game? Stoke away? Yeah, Stoke, Stoke away. We, even though we won the game, Mike Dean, we're standing in the stands, Amanda. We're standing there like every, mm-hmm. every tackle that they're doing. We, we're all saying, you watch the first tackle an Arsenal player does, booking, yeah? Booking. I go back to the 49th game against Manchester United. Have a look at the refereeing decisions in that game. Yeah, Don't I've got to agree with Lee cost there, us yeah. that game. That was bollocks. Don't say that didn't cost us the game. Uh, Freddie Lundberg's through in the first 20 minutes. Ferdinand brings him down. It's a definite sending off. Mike Riley chooses not to send him off. There's an assault on, on Reyes. Go, go and watch it. Who is now referee, in charge of referees? Who is okay. in charge of? And the, I the agree with you. At that game. You know, I, I, I also think to this, to this day, Arsene Wenger has upset so many referees over the years that they have gone against him. I do no, believe that. I'm not saying okay. it costs us points. I, 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 look, at, look at Mike Dean. For Christ almighty, he celebrated a goal that Tottenham scored against us. You know, okay, so let's, let's talk about Mike Dean, okay? I had that same view of you about Mike Dean. And I went to City away, first time ever, and about two or three years ago when we beat them, okay? He had the most amazing match, Mike Dean, because I was slating him to my best mate, who's a ref. Oh, I can't believe we've got Mike Dean. He fucking hates Arsenal. I get to the Etihad, and he everything was for us. And I don't believe a ref goes on that pitch and goes, right, don't like Wenger. Uh, he's pissed me off. He's pissed me off. I remember a tackle that Roy Keane did on Patrick Vieira at Highbury. He took him out within four or five minutes of playing do you remember this? He just took him out. He should have been sent off. Don't even think he got a yellow for it. Now, I'm right. I'm, all I'm saying is some refs are a bit softer than others. Okay? If, if Keane would have done that 20 minutes later, he might have been off. You cannot tell me that Koscielny didn't deserve to go. He did. No, and I'm Vengati, not saying that, Mandy. You're, you're, you're missing the point of what I'm right, saying. I know, I know what he, I know he you're deserved saying. You're to go. Saying, but he also, should... two players for Everton deserve to go. You're not giving me the qu- You're not answering the question. Why didn't they go then? If these referees are so good, why did he choose to let them two players off? 
Because maybe he didn't see the angle that we saw. Maybe he thought it was not a yellow card. I think that definite one of them, I couldn't understand why he hadn't gone. But that doesn't reflect on Koscielny. Koscielny was before no, that. I, I agree. But, but, but you're saying that he's got it right on that one and he's done the right thing there. But he's still... It, I, I, they I'm, make not, I'm not sticking up for Wenger here and saying that he deserves things. I watch okay. go to every game. Every game I go to... I, I see decisions going against us. I'll tell you okay. what, I'll tell you the biggest decision that ever went against us, right? And I remember you could, about four, four or five, six years ago in the Champions League, I'll tell you what, when we're 1 1 with Liverpool and Cleb gets taken out right in front of the fifth of the official on the line, that wanker that stands on the line, right? It's five yards for him, he chooses not to give it. And then against Bayern Munich this season, there's a there's a, not even a real foul. Who's the one that gives it? The one on the line. One on the line, you know what I mean? Like, look at the Robin Van Persie penalty of sending off in Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona, that was a joke. Well, like, has that ever been done no. again? No. Yeah, I can go on and on and on about the Okay, all right. Then I could probably give you decisions that we've got as well. well, well I'll tell you another thing, another thing. This, <laughs> I'll go back to this one now. Well, well done, Amanda. Now look what you've done. <laughs> Oh, I'll just sit back. I'm just going to get my cup of tea and sit back. back. It It goes on like like an old woman. Against Tottenham, Tottenham, right? Against Tottenham, right? We're playing that. We're 1-0 up. We're cruising that game, right? Cockerland gets sent off for two bookable offences. Definite booking, definite sending off, off he he trots. We're then 1-1, and Dyer does a second bookable tackle. Oliver again, the referee, by the way. It's a definite send it second off, uh, sending off and second booking. He chooses not, not to. to do it. I remember that as well, yeah. Thank you very much. So, so how comes this bloke continually keeps making the same mistakes? I'm not saying that. It's a definite penalty. You know, the Harry Kane one is a, is a penalty. I'm not saying it's not. Straight away, he's not even thinking about it. He's giving it. He's gone bosh straight away. When we have oh. penalties, you know, we have to be assaulted to get a penalty. So are you telling me then... There are referees that are biased towards certain clubs. I think there is, Amanda. I've got to agree with you. Yeah, I, I do. do. I really do. You look at I Howard really Webb. Do. Look at Howard Webb and Manchester United. Christ Almighty! The geezer only had to go down in the had to say, "Oi, look!" and fall over, and he'll go, "Oh, sorry, I missed that penalty." You know, it's Howard Webb was so biased to Man United. It's unbelievable. And it, so I truly believe that there is. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not Craig. I'm not saying that that is why we're we're fourth in the league or we're no, fifth in the league. I. I'm not nor saying I, that. No. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm looking at. I go to a lot of games. I see all this. Uh, I can go to another one. It's just come to me. Me head. Sanchez going through against Sunderland. All of us gone up there to Sunderland, right? He gets pushed. It's a blatant penalty. Play on. He says. Two ten seconds later, they've got a penalty. It's one-one. Yeah, and he goes on to win the game four yeah, one. It don't matter, but there. But don't you think? One. Give me another. Think, and I'll bring up another one in a minute. You don't know you I mean? think? Shut up! Don't you think every <laughs> club can say this though? Every no. all my friends who are not Arsenal fans all say this that no. their own clubs are. You know, can the thing that Man United right. Can Everton say it on Sunday that they didn't get the things <laughs> go right for them? No. Because everything Kid, went bloody right okay, for them. That's one match. I'm not talking about just one match. Right. What about... I See, I have this argument with my mate who's a ref. I said to him, how comes every flipping 
match, United would get a penalty every time. It would always be Fergie time. They'd always, he said, man, because they're always in the box. He said, exactly. they're always no, up there. I'm not arguing with that. That's a good point. Very, very he good said, point. He said, if you're always in the box, there's bound to be penalties being given. He said, because, and he's a scouser, he loves United. So I'm just saying, right, I, I have this argument. And he goes, I, I mean, he's a, a scouser who hates United and he's defending them. And he said to me, every, and he's a ref, he said, every time I've watched them, that guy's never a penalty. It is a penalty. Okay, so Sanchez goes through. I was at the uh, Olympic Park, West Ham. Sanchez was miles offside. We get the goal. I could give you goals that we've been given that shouldn't have been given. I've given you fouls that maybe we've got that we shouldn't have got. We've hey, got I'll away give you, with I'll, I'll give you one then, um, man. No, right, I'll give you another one, like, you know. <laughs> Uh, FA, just... Cup, FA Cup final 2001. Yes, off, head... And balls the ball on the line. Everybody in the ground sees it, apart yeah. from the, the ref. ref yeah. Has yeah, it ever happened you know before? Uh, it never happened. That was down my end, actually, where I was. Give me another couple of minutes and I'll, give, I'll bring up another here's one. A good like, one you know, really. right? Here's a good one for you. Fergie <laughs> time. Right? Here's, a, here's a good one for Fergie time. I'll never forget this. When they were playing Sheffield Wednesday at Old Trafford, they needed a, oh, draw, yeah. a draw or a win to secure the league. They were 1-0 down going into the 91st minute. Okay, They equalised from a corner. Eight, I think it was seven minutes later, seven minutes, Steve yeah. Bruce they scored got the... the winner. Right? They had, obviously there was a big, a big um, talking, everyone was talking about it. Where did seven minutes injury time come from? I remember watching Sky Sports. They made three independent referees watch that game of football. And they, after the game, they came to each referee and they said, how many minutes injury time would you give? And do you know what they all said? Two. Two minutes injury time. So where has seven minutes come from? Well, you have to hand it to old Fergie. He did intimidate the rest of them. He, <laughs> he did. did. Intimidate them. He did. He was you know, brilliant. He was, he was very that good day, at it. I have to say that. That day, do you know? I never used to hate. I never used to hate Man United. Oh, but, I've always hated. But that day, that was it. <laughs> After that, how did you not hate Man United? Well, I just, I just, I didn't. They didn't. They. I mean, back in the day, they weren't really. They weren't really fucking rivals to us, were they? It was only when the Premier League came along they. Yeah, early 90s. I didn't really, you know, I weren't really bothered about them. But that day, I was like, you fuckers. It was just blatant cheating, Amanda, that day. The referee added on that time until they scored. And then they get the winner, to rub it in a little bit more, David Hurst rolls the ball forward and he blows up. Look, I'm playing devil's advocate here because there's plenty of matches I've been to where I thought the referee was atrocious, okay? But as I said, my best mate is a ref, so I often come home and discuss it with him, and I'm often wrong because we will go for it and we'll debate we'll get him it. Get on here. I'll, I'll, put, I'll make sure he's right. Yeah, you two can come on a pod with me. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm often wrong. I'm often going, that's a fucking penalty. I can't believe he hasn't given it. And he'll look at it and go, it's not a penalty, man. I go, okay, why? And we debate it. And I have learned a lot the last couple of years, I have to be honest. But I don't believe, and this is what I'm saying, I don't believe a referee goes on the pitch and goes, don't like Wenger. I, I don't. I just think they don't see things. I think they're human. I just think they make mistakes. I know what you're saying. Listen, I was at Cardiff when Henshaw's handled on the line. All I can think is the linesman couldn't see it because of the post. So all I can, it was so blatant. 
It was. But if we go back over time, I'm sure clubs will say you were offside and you got away with it. You, you, you know, you did a tackle, you got away with it. I'm just playing devil's advocate. The only thing I'll doing. say about that, Amanda, is um, I think when it's happened to us, we've been like three or four nil up, so it don't really matter. <laughs> Do you know? I, I can't. I can't think of a time where we've had a decision go our way like that. That's you know. Sent, you know, that's, that's won us an important game. I can't, I can't think of many times, or if at any times. But like Lee said, you, just can, got to... you can go through, you know, Manchester United, especially that, you know, that fiftieth game unbeaten we were going for. I yeah, mean, we were robbed that day from the referee. Absolutely, robbed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I know, and. But I anyway, but no one's ever come out and said it. Even in that Rooney, Rooney dives for the penalty as well, but nothing yeah. said about it. I mean, it was such it a just, dive. It's no, just... you know, in Robert Perez dive for Pulse, of course, we heard about it then, didn't we? Of course, we, did. we heard about yeah. it then. We don't <laughs> he, did, he did it regularly. And do you know, I've had Arsenal. <laughs> uh, do you know, I've had Arsenal fans tell me that they weren't a dive. Oh. No, what? what Perez yeah. or Rooney? No Perez. Nah, per- what, it, Perez? It, yeah. Perez was brilliant. Here. I know he was, but I've had Arsenal fans tell me that he, he didn't dive. No, no. And I bet I they're know. like 20 years of age as oh, well. No, God they're actually, actually not. But anyway, let's move on to some questions because I forgot to yeah. do the questions the other week. Because we've got, oh dear. Yeah, we've got, we got such into debate with, uh, well, not debate, but um, we've got such, oh, I can't even talk. We've got into such. It's all that referee, see? Yeah, that's it, yeah. We got so so in depth with Kenny Ken. Um, I forgot to do all the yeah. all the questions. So thanks for your questions, lads. This one comes in from at Yonko Abs, um, and he says, "Will our summer transfer window be average, regardless of Wenger's future? If he stays, we can't attract the top players. If we get a new manager, it's not enough time." Lee. Hmm. Well, it's got to be. I'm afraid it's got to be big, whatever happens, you know, and that's it. I can't, you know, if it's an average season uh, in the transfer window, like it has been for the last couple, we're, we're, we're doomed for failure. Amanda, mm. what do you reckon? Yeah, I agree with Lee. Doomed. Doomed, absolutely. Lee, this one comes in from Sam, um, a regular listener. Thank you, Sam, for coming back. All right, Sam. All right, Sam. Lee, if you were in Good charge day. of transfers and you were given unlimited pounds for free players, who would you bring in? You can pay whatever it takes to get them here. That bloke, you can't say the name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I will go for him, but Bappy. Dappy. <laughs> Mbappy. Dappy. I'll have him. Yeah. That's one. I'll have him. Uh, billion. You can have three. I'll so tell you where I more. would go for. I'd go for Van Dyke of Southampton. I think he's a quality centre half. What we really, really need. Um, and one more, one more. I've got to be looking at a real big destroyer in midfield. Uh, I'd probably go for somebody like sod it, make Spurs a little bit weaker as well. Go for Wanyama. Wanyama, Amanda. If oh, you, yeah. Amanda, if you had all the money in the world, money's not an option. Who would you bring in? I'll tell you yeah, what, can I just change Wayne Young? I'll bring in Gareth Bell. That'd piss the Spurs fans off oh, as well. I would. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Gareth Bell. I'm just thinking about that. Um, I think Imagine probably Mbappe. That. 
Sorry, Amanda. I've but I would, right I would, I would go for um, Wenyama. Um, oh, and a decent, decent goalkeeper because as though Czechs had a great six weeks, we need a decent goalkeeper. We've got a decent goalkeeper. Probably that one that I was talking about the other day. Who? Chesney's not coming back. Yes, he is. Uh, I've not. I've heard different. Um, oh, don't you break my heart? What was that goalkeeper we were talking about the other day? Jordan Pickford. Pickford. That's it. Oh, I'm thinking of Pickford. I knew it was wrong. Um, Wanyama, Pickford, and Mbappe. Now that would be a very nice summer transfer budget. Would wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, it would be that'd be good. Yeah, if it was me, it'd be Ronaldo, Suarez, Messi. There you go. Done. Oh, yes, Suarez. Yeah, I forgot about him. Nah, he's mm. getting on a bit now. Yeah, oh, we've gone for a bit younger. We've got two. We've gone for the young. We've gone for the, we've gone for the future. Now, this, future. Is, this is a bit of different. This is a bit different. This one comes in from Marcus Brown. Thank you, Marcus, for your question. Thanks for listening, mate. Who's your favourite athlete of all time? Who didn't play football? So, who is your favourite athlete that doesn't play football? I would imagine um, your favourite sports person that doesn't play football, Lee. Well, gr- gr- growing up, growing up, my my biggest biggest idol was Jeffrey Boycott. Jeff Boycott, In the cricket eh? world. Yeah, mm. I love Jeff Boycott. <laughs> oh. Boring bastard. I was just about to say, that is so boring. Hardly an athlete. Mine would be, you're not an athlete, but mine would have to be John McEnroe. John McEnroe, eh? Imagine him on a football field. Oh, he'd be great. Uh, Can you imagine if he was a ref? (laughs) Me and and Craig didn't like refs. He didn't, did he? So we'll have to say, who's your favourite sportsman then, Craig? My favourite sportsman? Out of football? God, do you know what? it's a tough one that is it is a tough one I've got so many people I'm fans of Um, because I love I love my sport as well I love cricket I do tennis I do I'm I'm big into um, outside of football I'm big into boxing and darts but I can't call a darts yeah I couldn't call a darts player what about Chris Eubank an athlete no No, he could be good no Chris Eubank was great we've got the same favourite tennis player don't we Craig uh, yeah, mate, Andre Agassi, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. I loved a bit of Andre. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We done that Facebook thing the other night, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Claude rightly pointed out I put for my favourite golfer is Jack Nicholson instead of Jack Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Claude put Just underneath it. Do you mean Jack Nicholas? Um, I put Johnny Wiesner and he knew it was time. I don't know, really. Do you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's something I should have really thought about that but I was at work today. Um, yeah. It would probably be a boxer. It would probably be someone like... I was a massive fan of Nigel Benn. Massive fan of Nigel Benn. Now, mm-hmm. but that's, that's... That's not... Yeah, I was a fan of Nigel Benn. But was he was he my favourite so, athlete? No, I don't. That's a hard one. That's a hard question. That really, like you know, couldn't yeah. really call Jeff Boycott an athlete. No, but I suppose yeah, I suppose more like your your sporting hero, I suppose. Um, 
I like oh, John McEnroe because yeah, he's got a bit oh, yeah, of he's great. Um, he is great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to you on that, I think. Yeah. It's a tough one. Great question. Um, thanks, yeah, great Marcus. Question. Great question. Yeah, Well done, Mark. Or Marcus, yeah. will it? Marcus, yeah. Avid listener know, of the show. Thank you, Marcus. Um, uh, yeah, you good question, the pod, Marcus. Um, this one comes yeah. in from uh, Niyaz. Uh, again, Niyaz is another um, good fellow to be sending in his questions. Uh, we'll start with you, Amanda, on this one. Who's the most overrated player to play at Arsenal under Arsene Wenger? Good question. What, since he started? Yeah. The most overrated player at Arsenal under Wenger. Oh, you should have told this one earlier on, Craig. That's going to answer. I think, yeah. Uh, well, I think people rate Giroud, and I don't think he's any good. Um, don't know. That's a tough one. It is because I don't think there is one. To be honest, they can't. What overrated? Well, a lot of people would probably say Ozil. I wouldn't, but hmm, don't know. Yeah, I could be here all night. I'm so going to upset a few people. I'm, I'm going to upset a few people. I'm going to say, Master Ozil. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Whatever. I think he's so, I, I, he's probably not overrated, but he just hasn't done the business here. That's all I'm saying. He hasn't been as good as I thought he was going to be, and that's all I'm saying, and that's my own opinion. And was, if you're listening, I don't expect a fucking five-tweet essay to tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> 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 Don't say that Ramsey then. <laughs> Let's talk about Ramsey. That'll start him on a 15 tweet yeah. rant. <laughs> I love Watts. I love him to bits. He's, he's... Yeah, Walcott's got to be up there, surely. Yeah, Walcott's got to be up there, yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, yeah. And Cocklin. Massively overrated. No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. No, no, who overrated. overrates him? He is. Francis Coughlin is massively overrated. In my opinion. Next, Chi-Town yeah. Gunnar. Um, would getting beaten by Chelsea badly in the FA Cup convince Cronky to sell? He believes the Cup is like the Super Bowl. So, basically, would it be best... To get hammered by Chelsea, so Cronky would think about selling. No, I don't no, think at all that would have any no, bearing no. on his decision at all. I don't think. No, no, no. I don't either. Next question. Next <laughs> question. Next question. This one comes in from <laughs> Jack Stancer. Um, actually, this lad here, Jack, he's a he's a top boy. Actually, um, he's actually mm. a Manchester United fan, but he tweets me every every time we put a cast, podcast up. He tweets me to tell me how much he enjoyed it. So, Jack, thanks for that, mate. It's nice to hear that other fans of different clubs actually listen, you know. Um, He says, hey, what do you think for the final of the Europa League next year? (laughs) Not Arsenal, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to win it. You think so? I want to win it. Don't get me wrong, I want to win it. Well, the only European final I've ever been to was the Stade de France, Mm. and I cried Mm. when Lehman did what he did. Um, so I want to see us win in Europe because I I didn't get to Copenhagen um, for different reasons. So I th- I don't know where the final is next year. I'm really excited. Leon, we're in is Leon. It France, oh, I'm is definitely it? going. France mm. in May, lovely. France in May. Um, it's supposed to be quite nice. 
May in fact. Um, I'm quite excited we're in a competition we might actually win. Yeah, I, I've i got to say, and I know Lee disagrees, Lee, Lee reckons he's not going to go, no, but I bet he does. Never. I bet he does. Um, I want to be in it, and I want to... I, sorry, I don't, I don't want to be in it, but if we're in it, um, we've got to try and win it. Uh, and, and that's as simple as that. And, I, and like, like Amanda says, I think it's a, it's a European trophy we can actually uh, compete in. And I'm sorry to say, I think it's at our level. Some people might disagree, but I think we're a Europa League level. Um, like Lee said, the league table don't lie. We've finished fifth. That's our level. That's where we go. Um, yep. So, yeah, thanks for the questions, lads. Um, thanks very much for sending them in. I hope we gave you uh, some good answers. So, lads, cup final at the weekend. Against <laughs> the Chavs. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Amanda. Lads and lasses. This makes me laugh. Lads and lasses. Cup final yes, we've got cup. a cup final on Saturday. So exciting. I'm excited. And I think yeah. we're going to do it. I think we're going to do it. We're going to win on penalties. I'd love that. <laughs> we are going to do what we did in 2005. I remember sitting in Cardiff with my feet up, watching this game, going to my dad and everyone around me. How are we not losing 6-0 to United? And we were singing to them, USA. Do you remember that? Because they were just about to be bought by the Glazers. We were singing that. And uh, we got to penalties. <laughs> very fitting The most end. robbed final ever. Yeah, yeah a very fitting end. We've got, we got to stop Chelsea doing the double. We've got to stop them scoring. We've got to make sure their midfield doesn't outrun our midfield. And I think we're winning on penalties. Who's, but then I do leave. Come. Who's who's under the most pressure, Amanda, to win this cup final? Well, we're not. I don't think we are. We're on. Um, of we're not. The pressure is on. I don't think there is pressure on either, to oh, be honest. Oh, there's massive pressure on Chelsea to do the double. Massive. Why? I just think there is. Mm, uh, I don't feel that from my Chelsea friends. Oh, yeah? They're, they're a bit nervous, to be honest, some of them. Yeah, they're a bit nervous because they're like, yeah, yeah, man, do you always say Arsenal are shit? No, they are shit <laughs> So <laughs> at the moment. So uh, I know I might have said it before, but no, we are. Um, did you watch us at Tottenham, uh, West Brom, Palace, Watford? I could go on. But um, they should walk it, really, shouldn't they? But wouldn't it be so but, Arsenal to beat them? That's what I said. Yeah. It is so Arsenal to do this. It would be so And I'm looking forward to, to a late night at Wembley yeah. watching penalties. I don't know. I think I think we'll do it in normal time. It would be so Arsenal for us to turn up um, and take the game to them and you know, beat them convincingly. Lee, I, I truly believe we can beat Chelsea at the weekend, even without Koscielny. Um Gabriel tr- and probably Mustafa. Yeah, I, 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 I thoroughly believe we can do it. Um, and yeah, I do. do I'm you know excited. Why? Do you know it's, why cup, it's, it's the FA Cup final, and I'm very excited. Um, you know, it's what will be will be. If we win, we win. If Chelsea win, Chelsea win. But I, I'm very, very confident that we could beat Chelsea. Yeah. Listen, they start off as favourites, and, and rightly so. But the one thing that's in our favour is that, and they know that that we are capable of destroying them because yeah. we've done it once before this season. If we turn up to that sort of performance, we can beat we can beat them, and and I think that there will be a little bit of a in the back of their minds that that could happen. 
Um, but we've got to be on our, we've got to ride our luck a little bit, like we did against Manchester City. And when we get the chances, we've got to take them. It's as simple as that. And um, I, I do believe that uh, we've got a very, very good chance of winning it. Like, if I didn't think that we've got a good chance of winning it, we wouldn't be going. And to be honest, this cup final excites me a little bit more than the others because against um, Hull and, and against Aston Villa, we was expected to win. And with that come a little bit of pressure, like, you know, and um, so we've got everything to to gain from this one. Like, you know, we've, if we'd lost those cup finals, it would have been um, hell, if, I, if I'll be honest. So there was always that little bit of pressure on us in those cup finals. On this one, we can relax a little bit, enjoy the day and, you know, just just give it a go and see what happens. I'm, re- I'm looking forward to it. I have to say I'm looking forward to the whole day. I love it when you go up there at Wembley. It's a great day out. And uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm really up for it. I feel we've got a very, very good chance. Is this Sanchez and Ozil's last game for Arsenal? Amanda. Yes, for Sanchez. No, for Ozil. What about Arsene Wenger? Oh, honestly, no, no, it's not his last game. Lee, Ozil, and Sanchez. All three will be there next season. Ooh, really, Sanchez? Yeah, I, I spoke to his dogs yesterday, and they said that they're not they're not moving. So, uh, Do you know what? When he walked off the pitch on Saturday, I cried. I had tears in my eyes because yeah. I thought oh, this could be the last time he ever leaves the Emirates pitch. Crazy. I had a really good look at him, and I watched him for a lot of the time and his demeanour. He wasn't. He didn't wave goodbye to the fans in any sort of um, farewell. Maybe, maybe he'll do that Saturday. He was very, very casual as he walked around the grounds, like, you know, uh, sometimes you can see that players, you know, uh, are, are leaving. And I didn't see that from uh, from him. So, and What about the celebration but, at Stoke? What do you make of that? Yeah, I've just got a feeling that, I've just got a feeling that, uh, as I said, something big's happening and Mr. Um, Mr. Sanchez probably knows about it. I'd have to agree with you there, mate. Um, if you ask me, I think there'll be one... One there out of the three, and that will be Arsene Wenger. Uh, Sanchez no, and Ozil really? to be gone. Yeah, that's what I believe. Oh, God. Yeah. Is that the old glass half empty again, Craig? Yes. Yeah, come on, crap. No, no. What I, did I say at the beginning? I, to- I totally believe it. I can't see why Alexis Sanchez or Mercer Ozil would want to stay here unless, like we discussed before, something big is going down. I think Ozil will be here. Well, I hope you're right, but I don't think so. Can I just bring something up, please, that's really annoyed me today? Go on, then. That there's not only half and half scarves, which if you ever listen to me on a pod, I've gone on about for about 10,000 years. I fucking hate them. Excuse my language. They've got half and half flags at the final. Are you... I mean, please tell me they're only in club level, but I swear... Who even thought of this? No, I, I, well, I certainly wouldn't be waving it anyway. Mike Riley, I bet it was that Mike Riley, the ref. Something <laughs> you and refs. I don't. Yeah. I tell you what, um, right? On the on the half and half scarf thing, Amanda, right? I don't mind a half and half scarf if it's Arsenal, Barcelona, no. and the Champions League final, right? Or it's no, Arsenal, no. Arsenal v Real Madrid oh. in a Europa League final or something, right? Why? Why? It's, Why is it okay it, it, to wear uh, another club around your neck? Well, some people like them as souvenirs, don't they? You know, to say, I was there. Look, Real Madrid v Arsenal, I was there. Like in the pub, we're, 
where I drink. It's an Arsenal bar. And the fella gets a half and half scarf wherever he goes, just for a souvenir. And they're oh, up on the ceiling, right? God. They're up on the ceiling. Whatever. But what pisses me off about half and half scarves is this. When I was watching the Manchester derby there, whenever the last one was, there was Manchester City fans and Manchester United fans walking around Old Trafford with a half and half scarf on. Now, can you imagine an Arsenal They fan? weren't City or United friends. They were, they were tourists. tourists. Can you imagine? Sure. Real fans, never in a million years. Someone sitting in the Emirates on a North London derby date with a half and half scarf. My United and City friends wouldn't even sit in the same pub together, let exactly. alone wear a half and half scarf. So I can see, I can see the oh, argument oh. for half and half scarves, but then on the other side, I can see where people like to keep my souvenirs. But I'd never wear it. <laughs> I wouldn't be seen wearing it. I, I'm, um, I, I'm going to just, uh, you know, I like to have a little uh, plug on a few things. And I'm going to the Champions League final next uh, week, being invited to Ooh. that. So um, I'm, I'm going to that. Now, I would, as a souvenir, because I'm not a fan of either side, would probably get a half and half scarf as a. But souvenir. that's different. You don't support either club. That's what I'm saying. So that's where the half and half scarves come into it. You know what I mean? That's why you see them now because they're tourists. You know, I'm going there as a neutral fan to just you know take in the atmosphere of a Champions League final. Where is it, Lee? It's in uh, uh, Cardiff, Wales. Oh, lovely! You didn't get me a ticket. Um, though, Madrid, didn't you? Huh? You didn't get me a ticket though. Or me? No, I'd love no. to have gone to that. Yeah, so like, so I would, I can see where these half and half scarves come because I would probably get one for that one. Yeah, but cer- yeah. certainly not, not an Arsenal one with any other team. No. Because you know, no. I wouldn't wear, I, I wouldn't wear Arsenal half with Arsenal anybody else. But I understand the Juve sort of Madrid thing next Saturday. But you yeah. don't need to buy a scarf; just buy a program. Do, do, do you know, yeah, you could, exactly. You could buy a pro. Exactly you're never right. going to wear it, are you? No, no. Going to go in a draw. Yeah. Collect. You dust. know, like the um, last was it the last cup fine? We you got a scarf, didn't you? You know, we're lovely yellow yeah. and blue scarf. You know, and, and I've I've still got that somewhere as a souvenir. But I, w- I wouldn't wear it. But it's, it's somewhere in the house. But if um they put a, a half Arsenal and half Chelsea one on on the seat, it will be there at the end of the game. Absolutely, oh, like God, the flag yeah. wheel. No way. Yeah, be, you know they're they not doing scarves. I've seen them. I've seen the flags. Yeah, the flag. It, well, yeah. it, 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 it will stay there. It, 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 it's not coming home. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> We'll end it there. It's been absolutely fantastic um, talking to you both again. Uh, sorry that we're a day late, as you might have seen on Twitter. Um, I had to go to hospital the other night, so that's why we didn't do it yesterday, because I was too tired, because I didn't sleep for 18 hours. Uh, and Lee thinks I should man up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I can't sleep for 18 hours. 18 you know. hours. Do you know, I went into that hospital at half past 10 in the evening. I didn't get seen until half past six in the morning. Oh, my God. Oh. Right? Get I've, got, I've got a geezer sitting in front of me, right? <laughs> I've got a geezer. I hope you ain't an Arsenal fan and listening to this. I've got a geezer in front of me who's got cross eyes, right? Now, there's nothing wrong with having cross eyes. Don't get me wrong. Crygicious. <laughs> his head was facing oh, me. God. His head was facing me. But I don't know if he was looking at me or the wall. And it was freaking me out. He was just sitting in front of me, looking at me. But I don't know if he was looking at me. And then, 
you get another girl come in. I was just about to fall asleep. Three o'clock in the morning, of course. She comes in from the nightclub, pissed. Wakes everyone up, making a holy show of herself. <laughs> it was the worst night of my life, I reckon. Um, so, yeah, that's why we didn't do the pod, because I spent most of yesterday in bed. Um, other than when the boy Where? was jumping up and down on the bed and jumping on me nuts and all that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> but, uh, all that kind of fun stuff when you have kids. Lee, do you think he's still delirious from not having any yeah, sleep? Yeah, I think he says, yeah, I think Saint's not quite right. Get, get, get yourself all nicely tucked up today, wouldn't you? You need to go to sleep. You'll be in bed yeah. before me. I've got to sit up and put all this together, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, no. I go to bed very late. Don't worry about me. Oh, no. I, I, I'm actually a night owl, so it's all right. But, um, no, I don't, I'm not working tomorrow, so I can do whatever I like. I wouldn't have been much fun yesterday. Let's put it that way. Well, I haven't been much fun tonight, really. But there well, you're not much fun tonight, if you be honest. My thanks to Amanda for joining us again. It's been absolutely brilliant. Um, we love it when you've come oh, on. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Cheers, indeed. Amanda. Lee, thank you very you're much. You're welcome, Lee. Thank you very no much, worries, mate. Craigie, boy. <clears throat> next week. I'll talk to you next week after we've got a trophy in the bin. Yes, let's In the old so. cupboard. Let's hope so. Next yeah. week we are, will be being joined by <laughs> Mems um, and Andy and uh, we'll be talking about the cup final. And of course, I'm sure pretty... Um, I can't even talk. I just want to go to bed. I can't even talk. We'll be talking about we'll talk the cup about final. And, uh, a little bit of X Factor. Yeah, other old tosh. Yeah, we might even you know we might even get a song. Perhaps Andy might be able to sing the Stan Cronky song for us. We never know. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Can I join in as well? Yeah, of course you can. Like to sing with the singer. Of course Thank you can. Because your because your singing was pretty poor. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but at least he sung Lee. You didn't. Uh, why don't, why don't a... you Why don't you sing us out? No, I don't. I won't do that. Like we're we're the famous Arsenal when we're going to Wembley. There you go. That's all you're getting. Oh no, but we should sing She War. <laughs> off you go then no I'm yeah. not singing I've got the worst voice on the planet she wore, yeah. she wore yellow ribbon she wore yellow ribbon in what? a merry month of May and when oh I asked her I why asked. she wore that ribbon oh, why she wore that ribbon she said it's for the Arsenal and we're going to Wembley Kazakhstan Kazakhstan we're the famous Arsenal Craig stop it so negative it's Wembley thanks everyone up the Arsenal. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.